Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is... No Tigers on the Table. This story was written by me, and it's based on a folktale from Taiwan. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller, Chip Cahoon. This is part five, and Mr. Chen is just about still alive. If you missed everything before today, catch up at fablespodcast.co.uk. But if the story is with you, then let us continue. Everyone had just got comfortable around the edges of the table when they all heard a countless number of fearful wails, and in ran the rest of the village, drenched to the bone and with terrified looks on their faces. Mr. Chen, the rest of the village yelled, the tiger is trying to eat us. Everyone around the table was aghast. They watched the rest of the village struggle to climb hurriedly up all of the chairs as, behind them, a tiger slipped in through the front door. Halfway up the chairs, the rest of the village paused to turn and look at the tiger. The tiger jumped up at them all and snarled. Pandemoniously, everyone around the table reached their hands down to the rest of the village. As they helped them up, Mr. Chen roared, No tigers on the table! Tables are for all of us! As the tiger went outside again, Mr. Chen turned around and saw his dinner table covered in everyone from the village. He despaired again. The second time that day, and the second time in his life, there was no way all of their feet could dangle over the side of the table. Before he could say anything, though, everyone around the table heard a single desperate howl, and in ran the tiger. Soggy from the rain, and with eyes as wide as everyone else's terrified eyes had been. Everyone on the table recoiled in fright as the tiger began leaping at the side of one of the chairs. Mr. Chen leaned over the edge of the table and roared, No tigers on the table! This table is for this village! Still, the tiger kept jumping at the chair. Its huge paws eventually managed to curl around the rungs halfway up, and its sharp claws dug into the wood. But it didn't know how to use ladders, so it hung there and whimpered like a little kitten. Everyone else in the village now leaned over the edge of the table and cried, No tigers on the table! This table is for this village! And they began throwing things down to try and knock the tiger off the chair. The rest of Mr. Chen's dumplings, his chopsticks, even his cups and bowls. But the tiger ignored the objects as they bounced off his head and turned to look back at the door. When the villagers didn't have anything else to throw, they all stopped and went quiet, 
not sure what else to do. And that was when they heard the rumble. A roaring rumble. A roaring, rumbling whoosh of water. There had been so much rain that the river had flooded. Now all the water from the river was rushing through the village and much of it was gushing through Mr Chen's front door. The tiger looked back up at the table, its eyes wider than any eyes had ever widened before and scrabbled to get higher. But it didn't know how to use ladders, so it screeched and yelled like a frightened kitten. Mr Chen roared the loudest he'd ever roared. No tigers on the table! This table is for this bill! Mr Chen stopped when he felt someone tugging on his arm. He whirled around with his cantankerous face to see his granddaughter interrupting him. She was looking at him with eyes that seemed to say, Please? He gave her a glare so hard it could knock the moon out from the sky. But before Mr Chen could say anything, he realised everyone in the village was looking at him in the same pleading way. Mr Chen's grandson crawled forward. Grandad, he said, if it wasn't for that tiger, everyone in the village would have been carried away when the river flooded. That tiger is part of this village. Mr Chen was confused for a moment, then cantankerous again. But then he felt understanding. And... Last of all, determination. Come on, everyone, Mr Chen ordered. Help me get down there. The strongest villagers held on to each other to make a human chain, with Mr Chen at the end. They lowered Mr Chen further and further over the side of the table till he reached the tiger. The tiger was staring at the water now, which was rising up and up and up. So it jumped in surprise when Mr Chen hugged its strong shoulders. But then it pulled its claws out from the rungs and hung in Mr Chen's arms while the villagers lifted them both up to the table. Singkang village was flooded for a good month after that. As the weeks went on, no one in the village went hungry. Mr Chen used his pocket knife to turn the tops of the chairs into spears, which they used to catch fish. They fed some of the fish to the tiger, who enjoyed getting stroked and petted by all of the village's children. After a month, the water sank away. The villagers climbed down to see how much damage had been done to their homes. Mr Chen wouldn't be able to fix everyone's house and furniture. So he taught some of the village children how to be carpenters too, including his granddaughter and grandson. Once most of the village had been repaired, Mr Chen looked at his ridiculously tall table and chairs and knew there was one more thing he had to do. The next time Mr Chen's grandson came round for dinner, the table was the same height it had always been. The boy's dog was so delighted, it ran to jump onto the table. But Mr Chen quickly stood in the way. No animals on the table, he said firmly. Well, except... Uh... 
and he turned around to smile at the tiger, who sat proudly in the middle of the table. Only tigers on the table, he said. And if you pay a visit to the village of Sinkang today, you'll find many homes with a little statue of a tiger sat on their table, remembering the time when a tiger saved their lives. That was the story of No Tigers on the Table. Thank you for sharing it with me. We'll be back tomorrow with a beautiful story about the very first day before night was invented. That was one long day, I can tell you. You won't want to miss it. To make sure you don't, check that you are subscribed to this podcast. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please could you do a little thing for me? All I'd like you to do is talk to a friend about this podcast so you can share the fun of epic storytelling with them. And if that friend has never heard of our podcast before, even better, tell them to search for Fables and Fairy Tales in any podcast player. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio! And I hope to hear your story soon. Cheerio!